Here's my big point, man. And I've said this on the podcast, so you can shut me down because you're Mr. Comics. As far as I know, outside of Batman in the last few years, nobody has sold more comic books than Batgirl. Am I wrong about that? No. So, I, I, it, it, it's obvious. I mean, it's just obvious. You got to do it. You got a new Gordon. You got Batman. Batgirl. Dude, you put Batman and Batgirl, that's what? Like seven concurrent comic books? If you count everything that they star and guest in that's going on right now? I mean, it's like, it's so obvious. You already have a young female fan base. Way more than Wonder Woman. The Bizzle. You called the Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. There's one woman that's not a romantic interest that's very important to Batman that we got to see in the first movie where The Bizzle's not going to be happy. And, dude... We heard in the stinger, and you told me that you're hearing stuff about Barbara Gordon, as I said to quote Hawkeye, don't give me hope. But to be fair, in the same 48-hour period, I also heard this from the article by Mark Hughes from Forbes, who's a friend of a friend via podcasting, who is actually a great, great, great reporter. He actually called for uh, Reeves it, back in, I think, 2014. He he sort of predicted slash said they should get Matt Reeves to do Batman, which was years before it happened. That was his top pick. And our mutual friend, Sean Gerber, who does Marvel podcasts, um, and I've had some of his people on my podcast before, he predicted Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther like two years before it happened famously. And then it happened. So these guys know what they're talking about. And so Mark Hughes mentioned it in passing. But if he's saying it's, it's, it's it, 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 you know, he's hearing stuff and it's Mark Hughes, I trust the guy. The problem is, man, the conflicting news is that yes, Batgirl's important, but will be considered important coming out of Birds of Prey, but with Cassandra Kane and this actress with almost nothing in Birds of Prey, why, why, why would they want to continue that per- person who's not even going to be in the movie who they have to rescue and is probably going to do zero ass-kicking to be your Barbara Gordon when you introduce Jeffrey Wright and you can put a red wig on an awesome young black woman. That's what they got to do. They got to do in the first movie and and. I know they say they're ruling out Nightwing and Robin. That would be stupid. You got to at least tease a Nightwing or Robin and a Barbara Gordon in the first movie, certainly early in the second, is my opinion. I don't care. I'm not going to make you give up your sources. Don't give me hope like Hawkeye, man. Don't give me hope. I'm going to keep going around killing bad guys all nihilistically because I don't believe in time travel until I have more uh, to, stuff to talk about. But way more than Selena Kyle in a love interest, Batgirl and Batman in the recent years have played off each other with you know with a Nightwing and Robin in the middle as well. So, so, so well. Um, and with Gordon, you know, I mean, it's part of the, 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 the triumvirate. I, 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 I think structurally to make this interesting, especially because I, you know, I really like uh, the, uh, um, the Batgirl, uh, uh, year one and Batgirl of Burnside and her brilliance but but perkiness and colorfulness is the perfect antidote to the fucking Zack Snyder version of Batman where everything is dour and everything is dark and there's no color and it, it would be a great contrast where you know how in Spider-Verse man one of the brilliant things about Into the Spider-Verse is all the characters good and bad have different animation styles when it's there from their point of view so like Kingpin's got his own animation style and you got anime with the anime girl and you got Batman noir and they go all noir with Nick Cage you know and so forth 
That's what I would do with the main characters in this. Make Batman Batman y in like detective style, like I've been reading in Long Halloween, but make, you know, Batgirl kind of colorful, and then we can even hear stuff from her brain. I guess what I'm saying is, man, part of the reason I like DC Comics, but especially Batverse characters like Batman and Batgirl, is a lot of the p- panels are thought bubbles, or, 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 you know, not even thought bubbles, but, you know, are, are it, as I say with Batgirl, journaling their own lives in their heads. And I would love, if, especially during the investigatory parts, um, when you know when Pattinson's doing like his Sherlock stuff or whatever, we hear him, you know, talk to himself in his head or whatever, or you know, have someone there to bounce ideas off of. And Barbara Gordon, most of the comics is her because she's so neurotic and has an eidetic memory, and she knows all. You know, she's speaking in Japan, Japanese when she's in Japan, while she's thinking in English and so forth. Like it's structurally, it works so well, and. Here's my big point, man, and I've said this on the podcast, so you can shut me down because you're Mr. Comics. As far as I know, outside of Batman, in the last few years, nobody has sold more comic books than Batgirl. Am I wrong about that? No. So, it's obvious. It's just obvious. You got to do it. You got a new Gordon. You got Batman. Batgirl. Dude, you put Batman and Batgirl, that's what? Like seven concurrent comic books? If you count everything that they star and guest in that's going on right now? I mean, it's like, it's so obvious. You already have a young female fan base. Way more than Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was maybe going to be a tough sell because she was kind of sexy and where girls going to relate to her because Gal Gadot played a such innocent, naive, sweet, you know, girlish kind of personality. Girls ended up really relating to her. Um, you know, as beautiful as she is, but Barbara Gordon is like the way less disturbed, more lovable Jessica Jones. It's the perfect character for young women. It's so obvious. And you know, Matt Reeves knows what he's doing with his male and female characters, man. We've already seen it. Like I said, he did Felicity, which is, you know, an extremely girly show, but was considered an excellent show when it was on. That was his first big project as a producer, writer, and director. He will nail Batgirl and to, so we don't have to get a Rachel Dawes who's just a girlfriend who we don't really ever get attached to but have a female in Batman's life to keep his head up and to keep him on his toes but also he needs her brains and whether she's gone through Oracle or not that's my spiel man and this is the this is my Bizzlecast thing it's like me calling saying Ahsoka is going to be in live action sooner than later no one believes me it's like do I want Ahsoka to be in live action because I'm a huge fan yes but I also see it structurally in terms of the popularity and the, how great those these characters fit into the universe so do I want Barbara Gordon Beckerow in the movies as soon as possible absolutely but now I'm thrilled that they're waiting until you know Batman 1 or or, you know, two maybe, uh, it seems like. So you can talk about anything about what you've heard, what you think, what you think conceptually, but before you, you, you tell me, like, sort of the nuts and bolts of it, is my general argument about how she fits perfectly into this new version of Batman, do, does it make sense, and, and do you agree with it at all? Oh, I, I, I agree. I mean, again, that this, this news coming out just gives me more and more invocation about my about my bass first thing. I mean, on the first podcast, I want to just tease because I don't know if we're going to have time to talk about Batwoman, which is about to happen with Ruby Rose, who, by the way, has already been hospitalized and almost died once for doing stunts because 
like another vigilante who used to be awesome in the CW and does his own stunts, Stephen Amell as the Arrow, when he was running around killing people and doing all his own stunts. Now, for the first time since then, we have it with Ruby Rose. Initially, I was like, oh, Ruby Rose is so famous and she's film talent. But you know what? We already have tons of Batverse stuff for the movies. And seeding just the notion of the Batverse through Batwoman, who I think is going to save the CW by bringing it back to the dark tone of the early Arrow seasons, which is when it was best, in my opinion, um, and maybe even darker. And she's a much better actress than any of uh, Amel, for sure. You know, she's nominated already. She's film level quality and she's doing the physical stuff. And Batwoman is violent as shit in the comics that I've read and a badass. We don't need all the Bat characters to be in the movie Batverse, but seeding people's interest in the Batverse through Batwoman. And by the way, we, I also don't want Batwoman and Batgirl to exist in the same time, at least at first, because it'll confuse people. And I want Barbara Gordon in the movies. So put Batwoman in the TV shows. So I'm excited for Ruby Rose. But do you see my overall connection here? Which is like, even though there's not going to be continuity necessarily between ba- uh, the Batwoman show and CW and what's going on on screen, I think that's actually a good thing to get people interested in this notion of all these cool characters in the Batverse that they might not know about. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So... So I'm going to yes. talk about who I think who I will want, you know, for, for those two characters, because we are getting Robin, not Nightwing, Robin in this, in this, uh, in this film, possibly that's the rumor. So the one I, I really like to hear, which sounds pretty, which sounds like it would work is Timothy Chalmay might, might, might make a pretty good Robin. I would think. Who? Because the "Call Me by Your Name" kid, he's also oh, yeah. going to be in. He's also going to be in Dune. <sighs> Don't get me started on Dune. Okay, but 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 I mean, I mean, he has a really good chance because what's his name? Most people, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, oh, he's playing Paul Atreides. Oh, wow, he's a big deal. Okay, okay, I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, so. So most people, when they think of Robin, they mostly think of Burt Ward from the 66 show. Not many people think of Chris O'Donnell. He's also almost 10 well. years younger than Pattinson, which works out well. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing about Robin is he's kind of the character Batman, you know, puts his, like, thoughts off, off of, usually. Like, when, when he's trying to think about something, he... Usually bounces off his ideas off Robin. Usually, when you know, because you know, Batgirl's not always there. Because right, I was gonna say the one-two punch of sort of the more personal stuff talking about with Robin, and the more sort of like, is this crazy idea going to work? You brilliantness, that's Barbara Gordon. And the fact that Batman <clears throat> can unburden himself to Robin and then Robin can unburden himself to Barbara Gordon is an amazing dynamic. Dude, I'm telling you, you do Pattinson with great Robin and Batgirl casting, these movies are going to absolutely slay. It, it's already going to slay, but you do an awesome Robin and Batgirl with those three together, you already have comedy. I mean, people don't know how funny Pattinson can be. You, and then you have to have a funny Batgirl. It, it's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely great. I agree Robin has to be in this. I would like to see more of the older brother younger brother dynamic as opposed to the father son thing that we see sometimes and they have to do it because Pattinson's even though he's in his early 30s he looks so young he, you know well, you could 
you can do the father son thing, but he can't be a father back, to anybody. That's not like a three year old. He's way too young. Yeah. Well, can I think? Can I finish? Um, instead of that, <laughs> and then with, with 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 her, with him and Batgirl, you can do the brother sister relationship a little bit. You know, because you know he's you know it's like you know the sister sometimes the brother doesn't always see the sister, but when when he sees her, he tells her. His, his feelings when he's feeling down or something sometimes because sometimes the father doesn't always have time to listen to that stuff sometimes. this kid was great in homeland in the early seasons as the, the as the spoiled son of um the vice president he also played um uh speaking of christopher nolan connection played young tom you know murph the daughter um, who's we see with McConaughey, and then you know the older Murph played by Jessica Chastain, but the young Murph Mackenzie Foy, I think, was nominated for an Oscar or was close to being nominated as like a 12, 13 year old. Now she's a big you know Disney princess star. Um, Tom had a smaller role, but he was still very important as the the, the older brother and the firstborn of McConaughey because you know McConaughey didn't want to go on the let's you know McC- what was great was McConaughey didn't want to leave his children, but he thought the best way to save them and their future was to go on the mission there's no one else that could do it so he's he's been i'm using ladybird as a major character i mean paul atreides dude this kid's this kid i mean the problem is if dune is successful they're gonna have him locked up for at least one more movie uh, really two because i don't want to spoil it we know paul atreides is in the second dune yeah. book i don't want to yeah, spoil yeah, anything yeah. about the third dune book but let's just say he will be in more than one dune movie if it goes well but but remember, who is making Dune? WB. Yeah, they're putting a lot. Oh, man. I, I hope so, it succeeds. So, it's one so, of my favorite properties. So yeah, if, go ahead. So if he's in the family or making Dune, they could easily snag him for Robin. I'm just saying. You know, if, you, if, if you get where I'm going with it. I, I always forget Zendaya's Chani and Dune. Oh my God, she's Paul Atreides' true love. So Zendaya is also going to be in multiple Dune movies. Jason Momoa is in multiple Dune movies. Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, Dave Bautista. I mean, it's just Stellan Skarsgård. It's ridiculous. So yeah, they've already got Jason Momoa and Zendaya in the Dune movies. Sure, throw this kid into the mix. Yeah, he'll have time to do Robin. He's not going to want to do just Dune. Yeah, and I mean. I I could say I was gonna say maybe it's design for Batgirl, but now that sounds like Spider Man is coming out the same year as the Batman. That may not be possible now because she's gonna be wrapped up in in Marvel Spider Man Three, whatever. I'm not whatever saying that I'm shipping Peter Parker and Kate Bishop already, but I'm kind of shipping Peter Parker and Kate Bishop. I think as much as MJ is a classic in today's world, Peter, Par- especially with someone so empowered like Zendaya, it's not they don't have good chemistry. But I think Peter Parker' next love interest has to be an Avenger or a superhero, so that they're on equal footing, and he's not just saving her. And so I actually think they're going to phase out Zendaya, not because they don't love her, but just, and hopefully they'll cast her in other stuff. 
But Dune's a major role, and if she gets one other major role, plus indie stuff, and she's not really doing it, she's, let's be honest, her talent is being wasted as MJ. The same way Kirsten Dunst's talent was being wasted as MJ. And now Kirsten Dunst is back doing amazing TV and film properties. These are great actresses, you know? And, and that's why they're making Natalie Portman the, the goddess of thunder, because as Jane Foster, they just didn't have enough for her to do, and they, Natalie Portman is sick of being damsel in distress after the prequels, when they wrote her so poorly, increasingly as the prequels went along as damsel in distress he doesn't want to be jane foster damsel in distress and so i guarantee kevin feige and, and taiko atiti called up natalie portman they're like look you're still jane foster but you're gonna have the hammer and be the female thor are you okay with that like, yeah okay zendaya you know and and uh you know I, I won't say too much about her dune character she does do fighting because all the fremen fight and she is just very defensive of her of her love paul atreides um but you know i could still see her in an even more kick-ass role as well so i don't think spider-man is 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 the problem especially because up until a week or two ago it seemed like you know they were gonna have to half reboot spider-man even if it was with tom holland and zendaya might just say f you to sony at that point now that it's come back to marvel maybe the equations changed um that was a long way of saying i don't think zendaya's career choices are going to be held up by being mj and spider-man I, I get that, but I'm just saying, you know, I don't know if they're filming around the same time or not. So, because of, you know, I, you know I'm saying she might role. not even be the way Gwyneth Paltrow stopped being in Tony Stark movies for a while. I'm saying I don't not I'm not sure Zendaya is going to be a major character even at all, other than being mentioned um, in the next Spider-Man movie. She's got too much else going on. She's got too much else going on to be to be the love interest of peter parker i'm sorry it's 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 2019 we can't have our best actresses especially when they're young and fit and athletic we can't have them just be the love interest of the characters uh, you know i mean even in the spider-man video game they make mary jane way more active from from what i've heard and seen um yeah, they make they make her a reporter right but you even play her at one point i think right as a character yeah that's that's what i heard i haven't gotten that far yet yeah yeah. So, all right. Um, are you are we done talking about Batgirl now? Well, I think we've established that even more important than the villains, in my opinion, you got to build your good guys. Even with Batman, you got to build your good guys before your villains. And when you know, again, Dark Knight is better than Dark Knight Rises, but overall, but there are some things that Dark Knight Rises does better. You know, one of them is having numerous great bad guys, but the other one is Batman has a teammate for the first time. And yes, him and Selena don't officially team up till halfway through, but seeing Batman with the teammate with Selena Kyle in Dark Knight Rises is glorious because Batman almost never has teammates in the movies like that. So I would establish the you know I would establish the Batgirl Robin thing immediately, and then honestly, it doesn't even matter who the bad guy is in the first one. In most of these first movies, whether it's the Chitauri and the Avengers, whether it's Ronan the Accuser and Guardians of the Galaxy, or the Red Skull and Captain America, you can just have a straight up scary old school one dimensional bad guy to rally all the good guys together. And then in the later movies, you add Ego or Ultron or you know more complicated bad guys 
you know, like, for example, Doctor Strange fighting Dormammu is cool. Doctor Strange fighting the uh, Scarlet Witch in the second movie is way cooler. And this is the problem X-Men is, is they started with the best X-Men villain in Magneto, and then they continue to have worse and worse villains, or just confusing villains in the X-Men. Uh, so I would actually, st- maybe going back on what I said earlier when I was saying Kamalpot, yeah, maybe they go with just a straight-up, wacky, colorful, fun, one-dimensional one and a half dimensional bad guys in the first movie i'd rather see them establish the good guy team spend 80 percent of the movie establishing these new good guys in the bat verse and then i don't really care who the who the bad guy is and honestly one of the great things about batman begins which i think is a flawed movie more than a lot of people including probably you is has problems but one of the things that does really well is it's not too much Scarecrow and it's not too much Ra's al Ghul. It's mostly yep. the journey of Bruce Wayne and Batman. That's what I want to see here, but with the beginning of the team. Priority in the first movie is getting the Bat team together. If you establish Robin, Batgirl, Robin slash Nightwing, Batgirl, and Batman in the first movie, that's what all you need. Everything else will work. You got the director and your three main good guy actors. That's the thing. You needed Captain America and Tony Stark and Thor, right? You needed those three. And then, you know, and then characters like Black Widow and Hawkeye could start coming forward more as time goes on. But the big three need to be Batgirl, Grayson, and, or whoever, and, um, and Batman. So, yeah. I think they're going to go with Grayson because if they're playing the Nightwing movie on hold and the Batgirl movie on hold because of Matt Reeves' Batman movie, has has to be grace yeah I, i'm i'm going completely back on what i've said about a batgirl i would rather see her be the one b co-lead um like a scarlett johansson like if, i would love for her to be the black widow of the Batverse, essentially in terms of screen time role but also the fact that she sneaks up with more and more great performances and longer roles and then before you know it she's a huge fan favorite if she's not already and you, then you give her own movie um well, you know, as we know, according to rumor, this movie could tie into the Batgirl movie that they are planning. So, Christina Hodgson will not be writing the Batgirl movie like The Flash, which it's also she won't be writing. I'm telling you now, man, it doesn't matter what happens with Birds of Prey. Christina Hodgson's not going to do it. They're going to push it back. They should. They should introduce these characters. I know in the past I've criticized, you know, them doing the BVS team up before the origin stories. It's undeniable if they had done a great Batman movie and done Wonder Woman before BVS, it would have probably done much better. Um, but now, because of the Batverse, they're all. It's like the X Men. Like you could start with the X Men and then spin off Wolverine and whatever, because the X Men are defined by that relationship. The Justice League in the comics don't spend that much time together if you count all the justice league comic books right versus all the solo comic books the x-men spend all their time together and because the bat verse is sort of like x-men in terms of you know they can be crossing over in with each other constantly this is the time to introduce the characters in batman and then spin off the movies especially if you have someone of the age and rising talent as the guy who's playing paul atreides who you put forward as robin as um as uh as batgirl then they're the perfect age you know and they they're the 1a 1b main characters after pattinson and then boom their own movies and that's also what jj can help with having you know been a part of so many star wars movies over such a short period of time um you know having the anthology and saga movies going blah 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 um think of it sort of that way so i would doing 
Um, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, okay. So who's your yeah, top? That's... Who's your top back row choice? Who would be your top back row? Well, choice? Your dream back well, row? Like, 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 I, like I said, I said Zendaya. Was, yeah, that's my been... dream one too. Okay, we're on the same page. That's Zendaya. Yeah. Especially, it would be weird though because that would mean her and and Paul Atreides will have been love interests potentially in two movies. I guess that could work. I mean, you know, we see Felicity Jones and Eddie Redmayne in multiple romantic historical dramas together, so that could work. That could yeah. work. That could definitely work. Yeah. So. So yes. Yeah. yeah. So that that's. So in conclusion, my uh, my choices for for Batgirl, Robin, and Alfred are Robin, Timothy Chalamet, Batgirl, Zendaya, and Alfred, the the CGI master himself, Andy Serkis. Awesome, awesome. All are who uh, in, in Dune or Matt Reeves people already. <laughs> that would be great. 